Blog Talk Radio. and liberating things for me and I think why this thing came to fruition uh, you know I made a big deal that this stayed quiet you know and, and you know first of all you know what I was doing I was um, you know part of the rumors are things fly out of that building and so I wanted to see could I trust this building Thank you. 
glory and to work really hard to do that, 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 that just got me. And so. What's up, y'all? It's your boy, Nara Faithful. How's everybody doing? As you can probably hear in the background, I'm at Empire Row. It's cracking. We got tailgate going. We got the grills, the bottles, the bloods. I mean, we got everything you need. The man, Tractor Million, just showed up. Oh, well, he didn't just show up, but he's been here and everything. So, if he's coming by Levi Stadium today, Ride through the green lot one, four twenty, and come say hi. It's back an hour. So Adam is gonna be on the line shortly. So hopefully sooner rather than later, but um we're just gonna kinda just kick it, go over up. Oh, speaking of the devil, I think we got him right here. Let me go ahead and bring him on. Adam? Oh, oh, wait, 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 wait. Let me see. And Adam? I think we're... Yes, sir. What's up, bro? How you doing? That's a bad one, man. How you doing today? Thanks for having me on again. Yeah, of course, of course. Come on, brother. You already know. I'm just chilling, you know, as you may or may not be able to hear in the background. I'm at uh, the tailgate right now, so... Oh, nice, and, uh, dude. The stuff in my yeah, stuff in my face with brats and ribs and you know I had a couple cool ones already, so you know you're gonna have a bottle on the uh, of it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Of course, it, 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 it's it's fun. It's it, it's having a, a blast. So um for sure. And it's actually surprisingly with with the oh um by the way, how's every everything going with with the fires and everything? Everything okay? Everything is chill over here, but obviously I live in San Diego, and uh, to, to be more sp- more so specific, I live actually in La Jolla. So over here, we literally haven't got pretty much squat of any smoke or anything whatsoever. So definitely blessed about that. Oh, really? But as we know, uh, you know, a lot of prayers sent out there for all the people who are going through struggles and lost a lot of stuff. Yeah, uh, uh, Empire Chapter, brother of mine, had just told us that um, his grandparents had um, lost their, their homes. Oh, her, her, yeah. her, their grandpa had just lost her home and everything. So definitely, our our thoughts and, and prayers go out to anybody affected by the wildfires that have been happening. For I mean, sure. I, I don't even know if we could call it a wildfire. It started by a campfire. So I mean, I don't know exactly what you you call that, but uh, obviously our thoughts and prayers. So and, and before we get, also before we get in the in the football today and everything like that, um, I, I said it on all my videos this morning, but I'm, I'm going to say it again. A very special thank you to everybody that uh, has and, and is currently serving in our armed forces. We definitely appreciate all your sacrifices and, and everything you do to, to make this country the greatest country in the world. 100%. Well said. Uh, and by the way, don't, uh, don't hold back on doing the retweet salute to service. Once again, uh, NFL is still giving out money for that. So, Good cause is not coming out of our own pocket, so let's keep it going all night as well. Of course, of course, of course. Yeah, anything to, to help out our military. I mean, coming from uh, I've got many uh, 
many people in my family that have served, too many to, to really think about it at this moment. So um, we, we definitely thank you for everything you have done and, and continue to do to keep all of us on the whole land safe. But um, sure. so real, I guess, well, not really real quick, but um, what what is your thought going into into this game? Well, I mean, to be completely honest, as we all know, the New York Giants are a very talented football team. Obviously, I'm kind of more so – uh, speaking behalf of the offense, you know, Saquon Barkley, uh, yeah, 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 Shepard, yeah. OBJ, Eli Manning. Ingram, and uh, this is going to be Eli Manning, possible last game starting on Monday Night Football. So I can kind of see him kind of coming out a little bit and playing with a little confidence. But at the end of the day, I've got Niners plus 10. What about you? I mean, the, the, the way I look at it is I'm not a savant on New York Giants football, but to me, there's you know, a one-win football team that's a bad football team, i.e. Right. Oakland Raiders. And then to me, there's a football team where you look at the roster and you're like, wait, how are you guys one in seven? And from right. what I've been able to gather around from um, various different podcasts and articles I've read throughout the week, um, sure. it's kind of been like the Niners. Like, you know, they've been in these games from what I've been able to tell. It's just, you know, a play here, a play there, a drop class, a penalty, a missed field goal, you know, a little play or two here, yeah. and next thing, you know. And so, to me, it's, I, I think this is a good game. I think anybody who is coming in here expecting the Niners just to, to watch out of here, and it's going to be, we're going to be cheering and sipping beer, you know, come second quarter, I think you're, you're sadly mistaken. I expect New York to come out. With all guns fired. Yeah, now, yeah, now this is where I think Probably first half. the biggest test is going to be. is, is and, and The Niners winning a blowout if, let's just say, kind of like last week, let's just say the Niners jump out to a 10-point lead in the third quarter. Let, uh-huh. Let's just say we get the ball, first drive of the third quarter, march right down their throats, and take a 10-point lead. Are they going to fold it in? Or are they going to, you know, continue to fight? And I, I'd be curious. If they continue to fight, we're going to have a close game. And I wouldn't uh, – crazier things have happened this year than the Niners losing to the New York Giants. You know, I, I believe that we would win. I, I, I believe that we're going to win. But I was also confident about the Arizona Cardinals twice. And and how right. that turned out. So – Right. Well, I we think know we that, took those away, though. A little different story. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I think that – well, yeah, I, I mean, Nick Media is real, and, I mean, everybody here is, is – I've seen a, one or two Mullins jerseys. So, you know, Nick Mania, BDN, uh, Mania yeah. is really real. So, yeah. you know, I love it, but – become even more real. Well, I, I think what what it is, the key is we got to play with the lead. I, I wrote in my key to sure. victory this week. If you, if your job threw back 30 to 35, 40 times, uh, I think we got some big issues. You feel me? I, I don't think that's a game what? that – I, I don't want to say capable of winning, but I, I don't want to be in that position. 
because albeit that the Giants haven't had too many sacks and their offensive line is garbage. True. I, hey, there's be, uh, nothing. I'm, I'm very intrigued to see how the defense comes out. Like, you know, everybody talks about, you know, as far as the Watson, uh, Dakota Watson and Cash Mars combined for four sacks. Yeah. So this is also another game. And as we said last week, we finally put together four quarters of good football. So I'm, in, I'm yeah. also interested to see, can we play with the lead? And then once we do, how's that pass just going to look? You know, is it like, is it literally, yes. as we all thought, like, you know, I mean, obviously you play with the lead and you have your ears stand back and you know the path's coming. It's obviously easier to rush, but we'll see obviously what we do tonight. Uh, and see, the, the key factor is, better. oh, sorry. Yeah. No, I'm sorry about that. They well, got Nate Solder at left tackle, yeah. so I'm intrigued to see how they do against him. Well, see, this is my thing about it is, too, to get back what you said about the pass rush, and, and you brought up a right. point about us playing with the lead in the pass rush. Last yep. week was the first time all season, really, that minus minus the um, the Lions game, which was was uh, became closer as the game wore on, but that was the first time that we had a lead where it was like, okay, clearly they're going to throw the football. You know, pin your ears back, get after the quarterback. And lo and behold, we have our biggest sack game. Now, I think that, like we both discussed last week, eight sacks to me tells me that the Raiders' line is garbage. But if we come out with four sacks, maybe five sacks, I'm I'm not surprised. Maybe Defoe has two sacks this game. You know, maybe Cassius Marsh and, and Dakota Watson combined for a half a sack type of I, – I, I could see that. I think that talent is on the defensive line, but not game-changing talent. And I think that's sure. our problem. Is, is that, that There's players – Cassius Marsh. Yes, I want Cassius Marsh on the Niners. I, I like him in a role player, in a pass rush situation, in a rotational, right. you know – but if right, he might, you hey, you're Khalil Mack, get after the quarterback, 15 sacks a year. No. And that's yeah. what we're missing on the defensive line. And I think a lot of times, I think as things progress, and, and you see this, of course, next year, it's kind of everybody's going to be slotted into place. And I think that's right. automatically going to make more people productive. Is that, you know. For sure. It's a lot. It's a lot easier for somebody to look dominant when they're playing five, six snaps a game, versus twenty-five. You know, I uh, you keep people fresh and right. And I know so I need to bring this up right now. We know that everybody mm-hmm. has injuries, but another point to bring up. Obviously, like it or not, Dakota Watson was a boost in the edge rushing department. I don't care what anybody says. Yeah. Once again, do people care about the, uh, our statistics when our when uh, our offensive linemen have them banged up and, you know, the other team feasts, like, nobody ever brings that up, you know what I mean? So, I mean, to kind of completely mm. say, oh, it's the Raiders garbage, I mean, you can't literally say that. Eight sacks, once again, I mean, let's just say they did have a bad offensive line. Like, what would happen? Possibly, like, just say five or six. At the end of the day, we had a good game, but mm-hmm. don't forget to bring up the continuity factor as well. You know, guys yeah, learning oh, to play within each other, being a little further in the scheme. Once again, dealing with the injuries, you know, yeah, you can kind of plug and play, guys, but at the end of the day, it doesn't mean everybody's going to be on the same page. Well, well exactly. The continuity thing, I think, is, is is what key is. Is because look, these players, the Force Buckner, we can all, you know, we all love him. He's a franchise, you know, cornerstone, all that. But he has his flaws, and 
if if you have the continuity and you've been you know what those flaws are, so then you know maybe you're and, and you learn how to work with each other. I mean, and I think that, 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 that that's the key. Had great addressers around him. I mean, in my opinion, you can make that argument. You know, the inside, you know, feed off the outside, and the outside feeds off the inside. So uh, I think it kind of goes vice versa. I mean, I'm not saying, oh, you're totally out, out uh, you know what I mean, and uh, making an unfair point, I should say. But uh, yeah. I think it's also to be noted once again, you know, the defensive line kind of works with each other. Yeah. No, 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 no. I, I totally agree with that. And I, I, it's positive. I'm, I, I want to see Dakota Watson. You know, let, let, let's see if we have any, anything. I think that we both kind of agreed that going forward, we want to see – uh, to me, I haven't seen the inactive by any chance. Have, have you seen the inactive list? Uh, no, I haven't yet. Or has it, or it hasn't came out yet? It's yeah, an hour and a half not. before kickoff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, so it hasn't came out yet. Um, I'm curious to see if Julian Taylor's up. Because Tonight? that's my thing about it is, is you know, I, I understand, you know, you need to work and, and, and – you know, what they're really trying to do is they're really trying to say, hey, if you practice good, you'll play. You know, and that's so maybe he hasn't had the world's greatest practices. Sure. But my thing about it is, do you want Julian Taylor to get his first snap in the divisional round of the playoffs next year? Or do you want him to get it in a Monday night football game that for all intents and purposes, it matters, but it doesn't matter? You, you yeah. see what I'm saying? This isn't going to affect... It's not like he's trash. We're know? not going to lose a championship. Well, yeah, yeah, and, and see, that, that, that's a, I, I understand that issue, like who you're going to sit. And I right. understand that, you know, maybe you want to see. Look, if you would rather say, hey, look, would you rather see Eric Armstead or see what Julian Taylor's got? Well, obviously, yeah, I want to see Eric Armstead because that 50 year option is a bit pricey. You know, and so right. yep. let's see what we got. Keep showing him and, off in case you trade him in off season. Exactly. Or show them off, or even I, to me, don't ride off Eric Armstead. Yeah, don't re, don't don't blow past the fact of Eric, uh, Eric Armstead being on the scene next year, and then them just oh, we're doing sure. what they're doing with Jimmy Ward and just riding out the fifth year option. I would even say don't don't. Don't rule out bringing back Jimmy Ward. I had an obvious lesser price tag, you know. But honestly, if you, hey, I think what they went in, I think what they went into the year is is that I think Jimmy Ward's a best free safety on the team as it stands right now. I think as, so too, you know, like with, with Adrian Colbert being on IR, and and so for sure, if. Is you know you you can't fix every hole in, in one off season. So I I know that we're going into next not to get into too much in the future, but you know I know we're going into next off season. Like okay, safety we can't fix everything in one off season. So for so for a reasonable price for two three years, are you willing to bring in Jimmy Ward? I Saying think, that I mean, hey, I think so. even even if even if he's not your best. If if he's not one of your best eleven players, is he the twelfth best player on defense? I think so. Mm, I mean, I don't even really care about that point. I'm also bringing up the point that let's just say we strike out an Earl Thomas. I think you definitely. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. They did not bring back Jimmy Ward. Reed and Colbert, 
And then at worst, once again, he's so versatile where, as we all know, in the NFL, especially with our darn luck, like, you know what I mean? Guys go down and get in the little egg, 90 oh, yeah. degrees, and uh, he's, he's, he's a great asset to have. Once again, he can play three, four different positions on the – on a, in the secondary, I should say. And another thing I would love that, to actually see tonight is in nickel when it's an obvious pass down. I would love to put Jimmy Ward at strong safety and put DJ Reed at free safety and see how things kind of click from there. Hmm. By the way, you know, I, I, I want to see DJ Reed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, of course. Um, you no, you no, brought no, no. a good point up about the Giants yeah. losing some squeakers like us. I just looked up their schedule. Yeah. Uh, five out of mm-hmm. their eight, I'm sorry, five out of their eight games obviously ended up losing. Yeah. They only have one win, but Five out of the eight, it's only went a been a one possession game. So they haven't been getting blown up. Boom. Boom. So maybe uh maybe now you know, we're not obviously gonna break down, you know, play by play every one of, of their games, but maybe a drop pass here, maybe a missed field goal, maybe a drop touchdown. You, you, you know? And I think that that's yeah. I, I think that what you're what you're looking forward to as a Niner fan seeing this next year is is the next level. And I think that what's been clear is, is, is as, as much as I loved last week and the defense played amazing and everything was awesome, you know, we didn't first any turnovers. And to me, that's if, if I have now, I understand he's hurt with the, with the first, the shoulder and then the hamstring and even a little bit of Fred Warner. Now I understand, I believe Fred Warner, last time I looked was, Fifth in the NFL in tackles, and I believe third of all rookies, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but clearly, you know, Ruben Foster and and Fred Warner are what. Oh wow, Richard Sherman's mama just passed me right by. Hi, Mr. Sherman. How cool is that? Richard Sherman's mama just walked right by. Anyway, sorry. Oh, yeah. Well, that was kind of. You not every day a player's mama just walks right by you. Yeah, kind of distracting. Uh, but yeah, she went to high. She's a really nice lady. She comes right. in this really uh, rhinestone studded Richard Sherman jersey. And I think that's right. one of his brothers right there. Anyway, sorry, uh, it kind of happens when you have to tailgate. But uh, so, to, 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 to basically, my, my point going into all this was that. We needed the, the the thing I I, I saw yeah last year like last week was difference makers, and 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 what I want to see tonight now not so much big hits because a lot of those are being taken out of the game, and I think that has a a little bit to do with with um you know the the the, the age old saying you know there's a joke going around that everybody in the Niners thinks that John Lynch couldn't play nowadays, you know. I even say, could you think that Patrick Willis could play? Could 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 Patrick Willis play? Because some of the hits that Patrick Willis laid out in his career, I mean, he literally made a man throw up on the field. Like, so if you remember Patrick Willis, they were never like big helmet to helmet or anything like that. He just literally was like a ferocious and great. Yeah. So to me, that that's to me. If I'm Ruben Foster, that's who I'm modeling my game after. You know, right. obviously. But even Fred Warner, to me, what I want to say to, see today is I want to see difference-making plays. I, I want to see a play from the defense in the first quarter. I won't even say the first drive. But like the the, the, the uh, Dante Hittner hit on Pierre Thomas in the playoff game, that, that changed the, the whole tone of that game. 
Was a helmet to helmet. So, all right, I feel you. But but yeah, yeah, it was helmet to helmet. Yes, <laughs> in, in today's NFL, that that is a flag. I will fully agree with that. Yes. Yeah. It was helmet to helmet. But anyway, yeah, it was within the rules at you, the time. It was within the rules at the time. I mean, how many of Ronnie Lott would Ronnie Lott would end up owing money to the NFL for all the fines he would get if he played today? <laughs> Sure. I mean, come on. So, you know, Lawrence Taylor, I mean, to, to, to wrap it up in the nine of science. But anyway, um, I want to see somebody make a play that changes the tone of the game. That, that, that at the end of the game, you can sit back and you can say, hey, you know what? The game changed on this play. That's just so e- e- each day you want to um, – you know, I, I want to see one thing to take away. Each each week I'll have a uh, my one thing I want to see. You know, win, loss, you know, it matters because, you know, we all want to win, obviously, but that doesn't matter at the end of the day, not not in this season. You know, obviously yeah. I want my team to win every week, but in, in the grand scheme of, it, trust me, if we win the Super Bowl next year, or when, when we win the Super Bowl, nobody's going to give a damn how many wins or losses we had in 2018. <laughs> Trust no. to believe. Nobody gives a damn. All it takes is one year to turn things around. You know what I mean? Because as we you know, know I was NFL, just talking. Couple plays is the difference between a win or a loss. When we when we were we were just talking in the parking lot before the, they had opened the gates, so we could start the tailgate. Uh, we were oh. I was just talking to a bunch of people and said that every year there's that one team that maybe it's a quarterback, maybe it's a coaching change or something, but one team that nobody expects that takes off. Uh, look at us in 2011 with Harbaugh's first yep. year. Uh, look yep. at the look at the Yams. Look at the Yams. Yep. So the, every year that there's that one team. That's what I keep telling people. Exactly. Exactly. You get the right off season and, and, and make moves that, that 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 they don't have to be superstar moves. Look at when the Niners brought in Justin Smith. Was that a superstar move? Did that shatter the NFL? No, but clearly that was a piece that led to what we had with Harbaugh. I think every, everybody also. knows, you know, uh, Carlos Rogers. Well, another thing that was makes that a, let's, not, let's not forget to bring that up. You know what I mean? Hopefully they get the uh, Harbaugh uh, in the first round this year. So, exactly. You, and see, my thing about this is I wanted to get your opinion on this and see how – now, I understand it's a little bit of a different defense you know, then versus, you know, what what we played with Vic Fangio. But could you almost see if we got that legit um, Alden Smith type of player, if could you see Solomon Thomas taking on almost a Cowboy type of role where Cowboy's whole job was to take the double team so Alden was free to come off the edge? I don't think so. Could you see Solomon Thomas in that type of role? Uh, I think DeForest Buckner yeah. is that guy, but once again, like, obviously my goal, if I'm John Lynch or whoever, it's pretty clear mm-hmm. that two edge rushers is my goal, so my goal would be one in free agency, get the best pass rusher possible, and I'm trying to land yeah. another one yeah. in the first round, so that's two edge rushers. But like I told you earlier, the inside, the defensive tackles feed off the edge rushing, and the edge rushes, yeah. the edge rushers, excuse me, feed off the interior. You know, like, once again, they work hand oh, in hand oh, yeah. because offensive lines, offensive lines adjust, and a lot of offensive lines now – play a lot of zone. So you got to remember that factor that, once again, kind of makes my point even more so true. Yeah. Uh, as we all know, 
that helps out the back seven. You know, it doesn't go in reverse. I mean, some people say that. I mean, you need some. You need two two Dion Sanders on each side in order to say, oh, the secondary can help out their front four. In my opinion, that's kind of exactly BS. exactly. I think it always starts at the front, and then obviously that helps out the back seven. So uh, one thing that we're looking out for tonight. Go ahead. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. Yeah, no, I, just real quick, I totally agree with you. And, I, I mean, I'm a firm believer that nobody's going to benefit more if, you know, I, I had to kind of talk somebody down the ledge on, on you know, they, they loved DeForest Buckner, but they felt that he was just a little overhyped. You know, like, like, like they loved him, but, you know, everybody, like, I mean, playing this year, do you see a de- defensive player of the year? Well, he's the focal point, and I'm sorry I didn't properly answer but, your question. Right. So where I was going with that exactly. is the two edge rushers, Ben Solomon Thomas is mm-hmm. like the number four guy that the defense that the offense is worried about. So once you're the, it's like mm-hmm. the NBA. If you're if your fourth best player is somebody who yeah. can is a pretty much straight up deadly shooter and is not at a counter for because the other three options, then that number four guy might actually feast the most. Exactly. So so that was basically my point. That I fully agree. That nobody's going to benefit more than a legit edge rusher more than than DeForest Buckner, and I think that's what right. you're really going to see. The DeForest you know? Buckner we think is going uh, fully. And see, this is to me is is I think I know where you're going to go with this, but I want to ask you this, and I'm 90% sure I know where you're going to go with it. But more important priority: corner or edge rusher. I mean, easily. Once again, I want two damn edge rushers. Cornerback, once again, exactly. here's an important thing to look out for tonight. I am not chipping on the secondary like some people were. Once yeah. again, Akella in the first quarter of the season was dealing with injuries. Obviously, Colbert out for the year. Sherman missed a couple games. Tart missed a few games. But here's the thing to look out for. Mm-hmm. Um, the Giants are actually ninth in the league at averaging 275 yards, pass, uh, 275 pass yards a game. So, once again, yeah. Sherman versus OBJ. Akello is the key guy that actually can answer your question a little bit. He's the guy to look out for the rest of the year. If you're going to solidify that number two spot and be like, mm-hmm. we can count mm-hmm. on Akello. And once again, we still got Jameer Smore who got a little garbage time against the Raiders. But, uh, yeah, Akello uh, versus Shepard, Sherman versus OBJ, and then it's going to be Fred Warner versus Ingram. So it's a pretty juicy matchup yeah. to actually see tonight. Uh, and see, this is why if you're – this is what you get excited about in a season like this. I fully agree. I'm super juiced to watch Akello because the way I look at it is, hey, Akello, it's now or never. You know what I'm saying? Is good. So, uh, well, I shouldn't okay, say now or never. But, no, you know, let me, see what what you, let, let me see what you got. Let, yeah. let, 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 let me see what you got. This is a bit – this is – these last seven games are huge for Akello Weatherspoon's career. And I, to, to, I, that's why I thought you I were going to go with it. And I, I agree because trust and believe this. I promise you, our secondary is going to look a lot better next year when we have that edge rush presence. Our secondary, yep. you know, it, it's going to be so funny because let you know, let's just say we we stick with, let's just say it's um, Witherspoon and, and Traverius Moore. As far as the starters, or are you just saying, like, that's a number two and three? The receiver. You're cutting out a little bit. Can't hear anything at the moment. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Better? No worries. There you are. Okay, cool, cool, cool. So, basically, I, 
I promise it's gonna it's gonna be so funny because people are gonna think, oh wow, Gildo's playing great this year. And not saying that he's not gonna play great, but <laughs> it's because we have an edge rush. And then listen, let's let's be back. I remember clearly watching the Arizona game, and mm-hmm. it was bad. I mean, uh, you know, Rosen had all he was patting the ball, and when a quarterback passed the ball. That's a bad sign because what he's really trying to do is he's really re- re- trying to reset his rhythm, which means that he was able to go through his whole progression. And I'm sorry, no secondary. I don't even think Dion could cover for that long. Right, and that's how you things know, go, and that's why I brought up continuity earlier. We you got to remember we're not a man we're not a man scheme as far as the secondary and the corners no. go. We're we're a zone dominant team, so once again. It's that important for guys to be on the same page. And see, again, I think, that's why I think you've seen what needs to to be uh, just to get to your point is I think it's easy to always if a, if a touchdown is caught, for example, it's always easy to say, "Oh, the, the the man beat the corner." And while that may be true, is majority of majority just of so, I mean, at the end of the day, as long as you see tight coverage, I mean, I'm good with it. I'm sorry. Like, just not going to be perfect. Once again, in the NFL, people get paid for a living to make some tough grabs. I mean, just to totally shit on a player just because he gives up a touchdown or two exactly. or whatever. Like, it's just, it's just going to happen. I mean, the way I look at it is, you know, it, it's the only issue I have with 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 the secondary that I think is a fundamental problem that's not that that's not a lack of pass rush, not things that is a fact is that when the ball's in the air, we don't turn for the ball. And I know that they're being taught. That's that's what they're being taught nowadays. Right. I think it's just baby steps, you know? It it's it's the thing that always looks is that ninety nine point nine percent of the time, if there's any contact and you're not looking at the ball, they're going to call it. For sure. And, and, and uh, I remember um, – Hey, stop. Pump the brakes, you know. It's, 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 um, I remember a touchdown against the, um, against the Cardinals. Uh, another touchdown against the Cardinals is that, that uh, Akilo was in, the, in position. If he would turn for the ball, it would have been an easy – at least bat down. I mean, at least. It, it probably would have been picked. But it at least would have been batted yeah. down, and so to me, that that's the issue to go looking looking to forward. But oh, I mean, my my feelings on the game are that I hope that we we come out feeling that we're the better team. But I think that sometimes people tend to look at the record, but you know they don't see like is it impossible for Eli Manning and OD, uh, OJB to just go off tonight? No, that's not impossible. You know, I mean, it's impossible for in hell, but not with Sherm on him. Well, no, I, I believe, I believe, but I'm just saying overall, it's possible. Um, is it possible that Saquon Barkley goes crazy for 200 tonight? Now, albeit unlikely, but possible. You know, so that to me is is that I don't want to say it's a lock, but 
No. I still think we should win, but but it's. I mean, what is your what is your score prediction for tonight? Oh, uh, see, that to me is, is a good I, one to be honest. I just yeah, I haven't even I haven't even thought about score prediction. Um. I'm sorry. I'll go. I'll go. Um, 20, I'll go 29. Go ahead, shoot. I guess I said we we're gonna. I'm sorry. I said we we're gonna win by 10. I almost said 29-20. Um, I guess I'll go ahead and go 32-20 49ers. I see three touchdowns, uh, four field goals. Maybe one of them finally comes from special teams or defense, and that's why this we get a little extra touchdown out of it. But uh, I'm gonna go 32-20 49ers. Um. So, I'm still in a 27-17-20 type of game. Okay. I think that I think that I think it'll be a game that, like like I like I said, I think that it'll get. Let, let, let's just say I said 27. So let's say it's 17 to three going into halftime. I could see it maybe becoming a game that maybe it's like 27, maybe it's 27-17 and they get like a touchdown, a garbage time touchdown or something. to make it seem right. like a little bit closer. But I have a feeling that as the game progresses on, this game's going to get a little bit more one-sided and a little bit more one-sided. I think that, yeah, they're coming off with the bye, off the bye, which I think was why they'll start hot. You know, I'm more worried. We're coming off that too, thankfully. I, well, also, we're essentially coming off of mini by ourselves. So Exactly. And we're my playing home, at home. Yeah, and we're playing at home. They had to travel across the country. So, basically, the, that sums up to my point is I feel that they're coming out hot, and I feel that if we do lose this game, this game will be lost in the first half, i.e. maybe we get down something like 27-3 or something. You know something crazy where where this game get gets out of hand, but I right. feel that as the game wears on, the fact of traveling from the East Coast, the jet lag, you gotta figure this game's at 8 p.m. Eastern. You feel me? Sure. So fourth quarter, it's gonna be pretty close to 11 o'clock. The air quality isn't the best here at Levi's. It's not as bad as it was two days ago. But it's, yeah, it's, it's you know I, I am kind of looking off in the distance. I am looking off in the distance and seeing a seeing a a bit, a bit of smoke, a fair bit of smoke. So it, it definitely is. I think as it gets colder and windier, it will be more of a factor. So you know I look to be. So I mean I, I say like a a, a twenty seven, seventeen twenty type of game. Yeah, that that that's I think that it's going to be. But then, I mean... That could easily happen. I mean, once again, it's going to be it's like yeah. an old-school rivalry game. You know what I'm saying? So there's some pride mm-hmm. on it. You know, both both teams don't want to get embarrassed on, obviously, you know, in front of the whole, front of the whole nation. So there's a little pride to play for, a little motivation to play for. Yeah. There's some juicing matchups where guys will just come out to play. Once again, you know, OBJ Sherman, for example, you know, records is tied. Those guys want to beat each other. You know what I mean? They know they're both one of the best. So, you know, you'll see a lot of those matchups, Also, too. I think... Also, I think that this would, this game will have a big factor in the doing on whether we're flexed out of the Sunday night game or not. You know, 
Yeah. We show up and we uh, lay an egg. I, I think if we show up and lay an egg tonight, I think we're fucked out of Sunday night in Seattle. I think that if we show up and maybe not even win the game, but, you know, play where it's like, okay, hey, this is going to basically play well enough where they feel that it's going to be an entertaining game, you know, right. versus More Seattle, competitive, entertaining one, game. You know what I mean? All that. Yeah, exactly. Like, almost like a game like – I remember a Thursday night last year. It's an example I always – use, is that in theory, as we run the, the middle of the season, we had no chance against it yet, but lo and behold, it was a great game. You feel me? Yeah. And I, yeah. I kind of look at it to be sometimes when teams, two teams are so bad, quote-unquote, record-wise, that can sometimes make for the best football because you can play relaxed. Yeah. For sure. You know, well, you can come out here tonight. To lose. Yeah. I mean, you know, yeah, you could say maybe the Niners have that little added extra pressure because of playing at home. Sure. You know? But no! Sorry, there's a bunch of Giants fans came in the tailgate, so, you know. Heck yeah. We, we got flex on them. Gotta but, um, that. Gotta show who's who there. Of course, of course. But um, also, to me, look for Marquise. So, so. Real quick, we're almost out of time, so we got a couple more things I, I want to do before we get out of here. Real quick, I want to just say on this state of Niner history, it was exactly one year ago that we won the game, our first game against the Giants. So I would look for Marquise Goodwin to have another big game. And then sure. also this state of Niner history. Jenkins. Great matchup. Yeah, great, great matchup. But, you know, to me, don't look for Marquise to have – Big game, 10 catches, 100 yards, have a big game. But look for him to have big plays. So he may only have two catches, but look for those catches to be 20-plus. Yeah. You know, the funny thing is he actually you know, burned Janoris Jenkins last year for that long touchdown. My point exactly. So maybe he might have only had two catches that whole game. But one, one, of, them, yeah, one of them was essentially really what was the turning point of the game. What is Marquise yeah. Goodwin's touchdown? And also, I know I brought this up before, and I thought this was pretty cool. This date in 1995 was the Elvis Gerback beating the Cry Girls in Dallas game. And so I always thought that that was – I don't have the information in front of me because normally I have my notebook, but I'm, I'm literally standing up walking, trying to avoid the noise of the tailgate. So uh, <laughs> maybe, maybe I'll go over it again next week. But also, um, real quick uh, – your preemptive uh, player to watch. Your your hey, look look. Can I look, pick, uh, I said, go ahead. Yeah, I'm excited for this. And I was gonna say, shoot, can I pick two on each side of the ball? But I'll just go ahead and say this. I'm gonna cheat a little bit. Obviously, as we all know, our boy George Kittle. We gotta try to get him yeah, obviously. in. Obviously, the way he's going, as I think he's literally, arguably. I don't even think there's much of a contest. He's the best NFC tight end in the NFL. Obviously, Kelsey and Gronk are in the AFC. So, yeah. uh, he's our guy to kind of watch out for. We're rooting for him, you know, especially in a kind of a little cruddy of a year with obviously understanding the not circumstances with injuries. Off. But uh, he's a key guy. Not to cut you off. Not to cut you off, but real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not to, but real quick, this is also a thing I wanted to bring up about Kittle is, would you rather have any NFL on – Tied in on your on your roster right now as far as young. 
Like, you see what I'm saying? We're making an argument of the best, one of the best tight ends in the NFL, and he's only in his second year. So, right. who exactly. Great point. that is in there, what, what, what's Gronk? You're, you're not, if, if, if Gronk was a stock, you're selling. Because, because Gronk's essentially pretty close to as high as his ceiling's going to be. A possible right. Hall of Fame tight end. I'm not, not but you know what I'm saying? His, stock, his ceiling oh, is reached. Rudolph. I mean, you he's know, he's, he's midpoint. I haven't heard his name like all year. Exactly. So, I mean, Kittle to me is if, if you guys say, hey, if you pulled GMs and said what tight end in the league would you want in your roster right now, it's George Kittle. Right. I mean, it happens in yeah. that. You know, it's kind, of, it's kind of like a nice NBA question. If you're starting a franchise, yeah. what tight end are you mm-hmm. taking? And I would take Kittle just for the longevity and, uh, and youth purpose of him, to be honest, because Kelsey's already yeah. been in the league for like, what? <laughs> Six years Clearly now, his arrow is pointing up. For sure. <laughs> yeah, for darn sure. And then my other matchup to look at tonight since the Giants traded Eli Apple, yes. I think Kendrick Gordon's going to get a touchdown, but my sneaky X factor tonight is going to be Dante Pettis. Look out for Dante Pettis. Okay. Possibly being used, you know, a little on the slot, a little on the outside. I think he's a key guy to watch tonight. Okay, okay. I like that. I like that Dante under the radar and, you know, Kind of Dante showing up under the lights. I, I like that. You yeah. know what? I like that pick. I'm going to go ahead and go on the defensive side of the ball. I'm going to pick Ronald Blair. I think that Ronald Blair is going to get his opportunity, and I think that's all he's been waiting. And I'm not saying that he's going to be a star. I'm not saying, oh, look, I'll pass Rose. Rose are over. But I think that – Ronald Blair is going to show up and make the Niners say, hey, we need to have number 98 on the field. <laughs> like, number 98 sure. needs to be on the field more. And so, can I, I look back? for, to me. Can I ask you a question? Go ahead. Well, here's another question. I mean, it's, it's a great point that you brought up Ronald Blair, A, because he's going to be a free agent this upcoming offseason, so let's see exactly what we have in him. But, B, do you think he's yeah. going to get – well, now that Dakota Watson's back, how do you see the snaps working out? I think Marshall will be, like, the number one edge or whatever. How do you think the snaps will yeah, work yeah, out yeah, between yeah. Blair and uh, Watson? Who do you think gets more on the edge? On the edge, that is. Uh, edge? I, I would see, – see, I would say Dakota as far as edge because that Ronald Blair has the versatility to play inside. Right. So, so I think that – Playing on the outside. He, he has mostly been playing on the outside. But if you were going to tell me something that who would see the field more, I think Ronald Blair. Now, who sees more time on edge? I think it would be um, Dakota Watson. But okay, I maybe the bad question is like in nickel, you know, like a passing situation. Obviously, the way the game goes, I think you're going to see, big, I think you're gonna see uh, Dakota Watson on that. The game is close. Maybe more Blair. Yeah. If the game is a little more out of hand, you want pure edge rushing. You probably put in Watson. And I think because Watson has the speed factor, he's got the speed, right. and he could and he could turn that speed into power, and so and, right. and the fresh leg factor, of course. So. um so, but I mean, you know, how could you really say fresh legs when he was coming off a leg injury? So, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, it wasn't like sure. he was just really chilling, you know. No. So, just hungry, man. To me, hungry, well, had to leave. And then my, on the offense, offensive side of the ball, you kind of took my, I, I was thinking a little Dante Pettis, but I'm going to look for juice. 
I think Dude, that okay, besides George, besides George Kittle, you know, I think that teams are going to start focusing on George Kittle more. For sure. And so you might not see his, his the the type of production, but see Kyle Shanahan is such a great designer of plays that if you focus on one player, that's totally going to leave, leave somebody open. And Juice kind of, I mean, let's, let it, let, let, let's be realistic on what really Juice is. Juice is a fullback, but he's a fullback tight end. He's basically a tight end that plays in the backfield. For and sure. so, he, to me, I think that they're going to have a semi-conservative game plan. I don't see... Mullins chucking it down 40 yards downfield. I think they'll they'll, they'll pick their spots. You know, I do anticipate one deep ball, two deep balls to Marquise Goodwin, you know, depending on the look and whatnot. But I see this being a very, very methodical game. I see this being a very move the ball down the field. One of my keys was run the ball because to me is that, as duly noted before, Let's not just say OJB, but let's say Eli Manning has the ability to – he's a Hall of Fame quarterback. He's a two, two-time two Super Bowl winner. And, I mean, he beat Tom Brady twice in the Super Bowl. I mean, let, let, let's be real about Eli Manning has – Eli Manning can stretch you for 400. I'm on – I do a radio show. Um, yeah, yeah. TJ. Nice to meet you. Not a safe for radio. Here, hold on. Let me get your business card. But um, so yeah. Yeah, bro. What's up? So uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, sorry about that, y'all. Um, <laughs> so I think that Eli can shred you for four, four fifty. He has that ability inside of him. And so I think the key is is to keep the ball almost you know short passing game like a running game. To Eli's not gonna throw for four fifty if he's not on the field. And so, I think that man, he's not even getting 300 tonight unless they have some big time garbage yards. But even in that situation, I think yeah. I think if they're getting blown out, then they they'll definitely put in Maletta and they'll they will bench Manning if the game gets out of hand, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You'll you'll see it. And, I mean, there's rumors coming out in New York that if Eli doesn't play well tonight, this might be his last start as a New York Giant. Just true, period. True. You, yeah. you know, so. I think, but, but yeah, so, so to go to mine is, is I'm going to pick Juice. So, um, before we get out of here, um, we'd like to thank everybody. I, I'm going to go ahead and put us in the green room real quick, but I'm just going to say the goodbye, but there's, there's something I needed to talk to, talk to you about off air, bro. For sure. I'll so, be around, um, my man. I think the thing to look out for yeah. is most are out for the year. Matt yeah, just, just chance to be pretty juicy tonight. Do a go Finally. Yeah, for sure, bro. Just hold on one second. I'm just going to put you on mute real quick, and then I'll holler at you as soon as I uh, get sure. all this done. Um, anyway, I would like to thank everybody for tuning in today. Um, really appreciate it. I shall see you all next week. Till then, peace, love, and happiness. Go Niners. All right. And you know what? The longer it takes us to figure that out, the better we are. The better we are. Because we just keep working. And we just keep getting better. All right? Day after day. We'll be better tomorrow than we were today. All right? Just keep doing that. But you guys, I'm really freaking proud of you guys. You guys are one hell of a football team. Who's got it better than us? Nobody!
bitch, I'm a niner from the earthquake country. I can make the earth shake. About to bring it back like the 89 earthquake. Throw a pass on me, I'ma catch it like Crabtree. Who got the cush, cause the smoker gotta have tree. And pass a joint, cause the player gotta have mo. I split a blunt down the middle like Frank Go. A quarterback don't bullet like Kaepernick. And take a poodle out the game like Alex Smith. Red and gold, that's the color of the realest. Staying on my toes, call me Patrick Willis. We back up in it, it's my team winning. I'm the comeback kid, all I need is one minute. We winning like the 80s, it's a Super Bowl city. Fit it, take another ring home, Super Bowl city. Ain't nobody fucking with us. I got red and gold in my cup. Wild West got the game turned up. Who got it better than us? Faithful with God's honor. Throwing TD, no pick. Break for 85 yards if he opted hella quick. New stadium, new ring. Same team. Hard since keys are 49ers. We are hating on the city, but they can't hold Quinn. I fucked with Gordon Crabtree and both win. Breaking records like we throwing vinyl. Stanley Davis, you party the whole line go. That the Bartolo name is Super Bowl affiliated. Bowman and Willis, such a frame and you gon' really hate it. We elated, not a fan. Is a fine man. Do it like the 80s and move right by the Rams. Seahawks, real life, no weak talk. Go hard on the corners, never take a weak talk. Ain't nobody fucking with us. I got red and gold in my cup. Wild West got the game turned up. Who got it better than us? what you heard, I'm a baby from the 